We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Jared. How about you? I'm not doing too bad. Um, good news for you Talking Halos listeners. If you watched the game last night, we're not recapping that. It's good news for you, though. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I watched, uh, watched, the, watched the game at all last, last night. Did you, did, you get, did you catch it at all? Sadly, yes. Saw Mike Trout hit a uh, hit a big fly, but um, yeah, my Shohei Otani was not Shohei Otani on the mound. Surprisingly enough, um, regardless of major leagues, we are here to talk a little bit of minor league baseball with you. Um, for those wondering, the game plan here with talking halos, we will do two recaps a week of each series, assuming that there are two series each week which there should be and we're also going to do a minor league recap as well um if we need to do any other podcasts in between that we will definitely drop them but that is the game plan for now to keep you clued in on all of the angels organization um and i mean of course if you want to know about the angels organization i don't want to be cocky uh but you're talking to the number one guy number one and a half I guess. tbw is number one tbw um, but you know, he'll come on the show as well to talk some minor league baseball with us too. But Nate, you know, let's start it off with a question. Who's your favorite, who, who are you looking forward to seeing the most in the angels organization? Minor I mean, league. The answer is not going to change. It's Jordan Adams. It's not going to change, you know, like, especially to see how we start off this year, he has been red hot. And I think we've, you put the comp on him. I've kind of put the comp on him. Byron Buxton. And you keep telling me Byron Buxton is, eh, Byron Buxton looks like, you know, he could have been an MVP last year. So I'm not saying Jordan Adams is going to be that, but if he continues to stay red hot, it is going to be so much fun to see him play. Absolutely. And we're, we're going to talk a little more about Jordan Adams because there is some Jordan Adams news here out of Tri-City. Um, but for me, uh, it's – it's tough for me because like 
Kai Bush is an easy one. Like I really want to see what Kai Bush has this year. Um, but probably my number one guy that I love to watch and I was you know, lucky enough to see him in low A, uh, Kelvin Caceres. Not a lot of guys know who he is, but I'm going to start throwing that name out there a lot, a lot more. Um, so, you know, keep an eye out for him. I know the command isn't there. I think he's got eight walks in his first like three innings or something like that. But it's, um, it's really, really good. And it's another guy we'll probably get to talking about a little bit more here um, over the next upcoming you know, 20 minutes or so of this podcast. But, uh, but guys, of course, first, thank you all for listening uh, to Talking Halos and here at Talking Halos. If you could subscribe wherever you are listening or watching, hello, YouTube, like always. Um, it's been fantastic. Again, thanks everybody who uh, reached out about social media. We will be getting to you shortly with all that. Um, but, uh, but thanks again to everybody reaching out. Um, if you could follow us on all of our social medias, again, we're going to get that going uh, real soon here. Again, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, try to get a TikTok going. I know things are crushing it on there. I don't know about TikTok though. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I don't see. think it's a we good... need to be on there, but no, yeah. well, well, maybe. social media, social media. So <laughs> uh, regardless of that, you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim. You can follow Nate at Nate Korean 34 and Nate, let's get it rolling here in Inland Empire. Um, I'm lucky enough to get out there and watch a couple games every single year. I really enjoy it. They've started the season off. Um, interesting to say the least. They have a lot of good young prospects. They're probably, I think they have about 10 or 11 guys on my top 46 list, but they have started the season off and this is mid game, by the way, we're recording this. Um, they are two and three at the moment. looks like they may end up being uh, two and four, uh, but a couple guys that have really, you know, started off hot. Alexander Ramirez, who snuck into the top ten, yes, super hot. Um, one guy that, and I know that this isn't fair to do it, but um, but he kind of reminds me a little bit of Mark Trumbo. There's going to be a swing and miss factor to him, but there's also the fact that he can hit a ball probably 800 feet. I'm not exaggerating. I think uh, his first two hits of the season were, or probably first three hits of the season were infield, not infield singles, but singles that went through the infield and I would assume they had to have been at least 105 to 115 miles an hour off the bat. Um, so once he elevates, it's, it's scary. You know, the swing kind of reminds me of Mark Trumbo. It's that three piece where it's like, a, uh, uh, and then down, like just, just straight power. Um, just one of those things. I really enjoy it. Warner Blakely is another guy who's started off the season extremely well, really like the swing. Uh, there from the left side of the plate. Uh, I think, he, what does he have, two home runs now? In two a grand? in his last two games started. He did not start tonight, but oh, he God. hit a grand slam two nights ago, and then he hit a bomb last night, if I remember correctly. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, um, uh, Warner Blakely, top uh, 20 prospect, probably top uh, top 25 prospect consensus, yep. everybody in the organization. Uh, does he stick at shortstop? I don't know. Um, pretty big That's kid. It's going to be tough with all the shortstops the Angels have. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of good shortstops. Uh, a lot of good shortstops there for the Angels, including Errol Vera. Started the season off a little bit slow, but super interesting to see what he brings to the table. Uh, Adrian Placencia uh, actually just got taken out of the game tonight with uh, with some type of injury. Uh, once we know, we will update all of you on that. Um, but he is one of the, I, I mean, I might consider him like the Robinson Cano type of guy. He is so smooth out there and don't, don't, don't quote me on that, guys. He's not actually Robinson Cano, like borderline Hall of Famer type guy um he's just silky smooth out there he's he's a lot of fun to watch i know a lot of the guys down there 
really like watching him play. But um, uh, on the pitching side, prospect for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, they've got a lot of top 15 prospects, like what, three, uh, maybe even four top 15 prospects. I think I looked at their uh, Ross, their, um, let's, I mean, I, I can basically pull up my top yeah. 10 I, list I, right now. Or I top think 10 it's and, three for sure, maybe yeah. a fourth. Yeah, I mean, I got Errol Vera at number three. He's there. Uh, Adrian Placencia, who got taken out mm-hmm. tonight, he's there. Uh, Alexander Ramirez is there, and Edgar Kiro, who's number twelve, is is okay, there. That as was well. my that was my half. So yes, four of our top fifteen prospects are in Inland Empire. Inland Empire so if you ever get a chance five. to get out there, five, five, wow, Alejandro Hidalgo. As well. Oh, that's right, fifteenth. I have him at 14, but, uh, but yeah, I know I was able to see him pitch as well. 91, 93, nice change up. He needs to develop a swing and miss pitch though. But, uh, but the hype is real. I, I really like what he has. He's very uh, advanced, but yeah, definitely. If you, if you have the opportunity, if you're in the inland empire area, go watch that team. It's young, it's raw. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I'll tell you this as well. They have a lot of fun out there too. That was one of the things I sat, uh, sat right behind the dugout, just get that side view. And, and they are, uh, they're a chatty bunch out there. It's, it's actually, it's a, it's a real lot of fun to see them. There's a lot of uh, the islands kids out there, and I again, I just love the way they play the game, and, and especially when they're young, you know, they um, they just they just play it right out there. So um, again, one name if, if you know, I, I have to I have to mention Kelvin Caceres, man. That is that's such a fun name. It's uh, it's one of the livest arms in the Angels organization. Ninety probably ninety four, ninety six can touch ninety eight um, at times if he needs it. He's got four plus pitches. Um, the reason why nobody has probably heard about him is the command. I think he's walked eight or nine guys in his first four innings. I could totally be wrong on that, but he I'm, had I, five last night. Five, so yeah, five. Uh, he had three, stri- he had three strikeouts in an inning. <laughs> he yeah, three, he did like, strike out the side. Struck out the side. Had five he allowed, walks. He allowed three runs. Didn't allow a hit. <laughs> He struck out the side. So, yeah. so well, here's, really, here's how that really happened. Crazy. Actually, here's how that happened. He uh, he struck out the side. Walked two in the first inning that he pitched came back out, walk the side. They brought in Greg Valise and he gave up those three runs regardless though. Like the command has yes. got to be there, but two wild pitches. It, yeah. it was a uh, interesting inning for him inning yeah. plus for him, but uh, it looks like they, they walked nine guys so far in that game. So in the number, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the hitters. Uh, it could be a very long game from the pitching side of things, but a lot of fun to watch those guys play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah, like I said, it's get out there if you can, for sure. That's, that's a great ballpark, a great place to go see and a lot of fun, a lot of fun young prospects out there for sure. So let's get on to Tri-City here. Uh, Good start to the season for them, by the way. And that's something that uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on is kind of that winning culture in the minor leagues. Cause I think that's something that has been missing. They started the season off four and one uh, just on the injury news standpoint. Uh, Jordan Adams, of course, we talked about it, uh, left the game the other night, I think on Wednesday with an ankle injury is what was reported. I don't know how true that is, um, but that's what was reported, uh, that it was an ankle ankle injury. But, uh, but yeah, Jordan Adams off to a hot start, uh, kind of has that Anthony Rendon approach to the plate this year where it's nice and simple and then it's just, all right, go and attack the ball, which I, I really, really like. Um, two, of your, two of your favorite players there. Um, in Kyron Paris and and Jordan Adams really like both of those guys I don't know if you want to speak more about them no just a lot of fun to watch those guys play they're going to be up the middle uh Kyron may move to second base at some point if you ask Jared um but he is he is very talented he has gotten off to a slow start offensively but I think he will he'll figure it out 
Uh, kind of a weird deal for him is he is not playing with his typical double play partner in Jeremiah Jackson, which is kind of weird seeing how the Angels have done things in the past. Adele and Marsh kind of went everywhere together. So I don't know if that's going to take him some getting used to playing with somebody different, but um, I think Kyron Paris is going to be fine. He is a tremendous athlete. Jordan Adams has been outstanding so far. He's hitting over 400. Um, I'm hoping that he comes back healthy and gets the, gets the call to double a quicker um, than expected. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh, wish good things for him in that ankle injury. Hopefully it won't take, take him out of too many games because we've seen him sidelined with injuries before and it just kind of knocks him out for the season it feels like but uh but on the pitching side of things a lot of fun down there you know you got a guy like robinson pena um top pros one of the top prospects in the organization there um zach christofak and uh Melker guzman uh not a lot of people will know those names but Melker guzman little shot putter kind of like that elvis Pigero type of guy in a sense that kind of funkiness um you know, actually, if I had to say what it was, uh, Noe Ramirez runs the two seam, throws a slider, has a change up two, three pitches. Um, he looks really, really good there. I don't, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if that was a guy who um, you saw in the Angels bullpen next year, maybe. Um, that just, just seems like a, like a Perry guy. Doesn't throw hard, but really finds a strike zone as well. Um, some other names there that, uh, that have started the season off. You know, decently well. Glenn Albanese is uh, is somebody to keep an eye on there. Ryan Costiu, friend of the show here. If you didn't go watch that podcast, had an absolute blast talking with him. He's starting there. Um, and then a guy like you know Landon Marshall, who's who started off a little bit slow. I think he's only pitched one inning. Um, kind of got rocked a little bit there in that one inning. But uh, but third rounder, I think, out of fifth rounder at LSU uh, last year. And um, that's an advanced pitching arm to keep an eye on. Probably will start uh, for a while down the road, and then. You know, Braden Olthoff and uh, and Adam Seminaris are two guys to, again to keep to keep an eye on. That's who I was going to bring up is Adam yeah. Seminaris. You know, a very very Perry like arm, commands the strike zone very well, can throw all his pitches for strikes in every single count. Um, and he got off to a really good start. He went four and two thirds of shutout ball in his first start. So, really good things from him. Yeah, and something that I noticed last year with him was it was a year of first half, second half. First half of the season, I probably first like eight starts or so for him. Uh, it was just like, eh, you know, what's there? And then for something clicked, and I still don't know what it is, but he just – I think he started striking out 35% of the guys he faced, and, and there was no um, there was no walk issue with him either. So, yeah, two guys for sure to keep an eye on. So let's get on to Rocket City. Very interesting things, what they got going on there. Um with the trash pandas, of course, they've started the season off again decently well at forty at four and two, should I say? Not forty-two and zero. I was going to say that, but uh, that would be I, impressive. That would be impressive. But that was that was a place where uh, a lot of guys went and really developed well, and and we're seeing it again this year. Uh, biggest name coming out of that camp right now is Brett Carey. Um, unbelievable start to the season. That's all I got to say. He struck out struck out uh, twelve guys in five innings last night. I think he's got. 27 strikeouts in 19 innings now if I'm not mistaken I, I could be could be slightly off on that but but he looks really really freaking good um another guy to definitely keep an eye on it's it's fastball plays well up in the zone you got the little slider and you got you got a uh, curveball that that plays really really well as well off that fastball and then I think he's got a little bit of a change up as well finds his zone really well uh, one of the names we definitely need to spotlight as well is is uh, is Kai Bush. Man, that guy's that guy's electric. I don't know. I'm intrigued to know if he ends up going to the bullpen. I think he can start, uh, but I mean the guy's got 
a mid to upper 90s fastball. And that fastball looked absolutely electric on um, during his last start. I think he went uh, three and two thirds, gave up five hits, walked two, struck out three. But again, man, uh, that, that fastball is electric. One of the best fastballs in this Angels organization for sure. Uh, just blowing guys away in double A. And you don't, you don't see that very often in double A. That's where a lot of really good prospects go to play. So super, uh, super interesting there. Uh, another name that, you know, we, I feel like we have to mention Mason Erla. Ooh, that guy's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, good start to the season for him. Yep. Yeah. Five innings. What was it? Five innings. Let's see here. Two, two hits, hits, one run. One run. Five case. Yep. Another guy to definitely keep an eye on. And uh, I've heard it's probably going to be a bullpen arm. Um, but five innings in double A is, is a huge thing for sure. I don't know if it continues to start, but it's fastball slider. Um, I would assume there's also a changeup involved. I haven't heard too much about it, but it's plus slider. It's plus fastball. And that's, um, that's going to be something to keep an eye on as well. Anybody else you got there that you got? Say, you didn't even mention your boy. That's kind of, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. You Coleman Crow. There you go. I gotta, I, we don't have to mention him every time, but yeah, no, that's, that's we do, fun though. too. We that's, do. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's really interesting there. That Coleman Crow is actually really interesting because he missed high A. He skipped Vila over was high good A. good too the other night, correct? But I yeah. guess three nights ago now. Yeah, yeah. He uh, I I didn't get Velo with him, but I chatted a little bit after the game, and I was like, dude, the changeup looks fantastic now. And that was the key. That's the key for him moving forward and staying staying a starter is you know like the slider is there. The slider mm-hmm. is definitely going to be there. The fastball is going to be there. Um, it's that changeup. That's changeup is the difference between him being a four or five starter or a guy in the bullpen uh, at the end of the day. So, and, and command too, we saw spotty command. If, if commands there, man, I, I mean, I, you're, you're looking double A. I don't know if any of these guys, you think any of these guys actually get brought up anytime soon? Double this A is year, tough. But year, like, it's t- Yeah, it is tough because most of those guys aren't on the 40 and it looks like the angels 40 man is very, very full. So it's going to be tough for some of those guys to make the make the roster, especially when you've got guys like Stefanik and and uh, people like that, where it's like, man, they're close according to some people. You know, I, I don't know if Stefanik plays every day or you know even has a role, but you would still have to add him to the forty man, which is going to make things tough. So, double A guys, it will be really tough. But I mean, we've seen weirder things. Yeah, and last note in Double A, Jeremiah Jackson hasn't played in a couple nights. He's dealing with a little bit of an injury. Should be back relatively soon, from what I've heard. Um, but yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on for sure. Again, something I, I can't stress this enough: the winning culture in uh, in the minor leagues for the Angels is is going to be huge this year. It's something definitely to keep an eye on. Um, so let's get on to this Salt Lake City Bees team. A lot of fun there. They are four and four to start off the year. As we speak about them now, I might be uh, working my way up there, see a game. We'll see. We'll see here in the next couple of days. But I mean, of course, I mean, we're not, we're not talking baseball. We're not talking angels baseball. If we're not talking about Mikey Stefanik, you know, Mikey barrels out there. Let's get this guy up. Like, that's all I got to say. You know, this guy needs to be in the major leagues ASAP. I don't care if he's not on the 40 man. This guy has hit himself into a spot on this major league roster and, and, you know, that's kind of what the Angels are missing right now, are they not? Is that bat, is a bat that can go out there and hit. I know they're missing another bat. I know, I know. But, like, it would be nice to have a bat that you can decently rely on. And, and if I know that Mikey Stavonic might not be that guy to decently rely on. But, I mean, the guy gets on. The guy just hits, dude. Like, I mean, I, I want to know what he does at the major league level. Like, is it, gonna, is it worse than Jose Rojas right now? Or is it the same? Or is it worse, or is it worse than Andrew Vlasquez? 
Andrew Velasquez plays shortstop and can actually pick it. So, yes, it is. When you need a guy who can play shortstop and actually pick it, it is important. You know my, you know how I think about shortstops. Yes, Velasquez had a hit tonight as well um, in the big no, league. Yeah, so I agree. He, he is more important than Mikey Stefanik right now. And, yes, I know I'm going to get hate for saying Andrew Velasquez is more important than Mikey Stefanik. But, you know, at this point, Stefanik does not play shortstop. He doesn't really have a position. Um, so that is going to be tough for him. But the dude hits. And if he continues to hit, they are going to give him a chance. And so Stefanik is raking out of his mind right now. I think he was five for five three nights ago, four nights ago. Um, Two for four today. They did win both games of the doubleheader, so they are five and four now. Um, Interesting note, Brendan Davis has played all over the yard. I don't know if that's anything to be concerned with, but he has played right. He has played left. He has played shortstop. Um, he, we've seen him play third base in the past. So interesting. I, I think he might've even played first base for a little bit too um, at some point this year. So he has been moved all around the diamond, which is really, really interesting. I don't know if that signifies that he, if he hits, he's going to get a shot in the bigs, but it is very interesting that he is moving all around the diamond. Kind of interesting question here. Who do we see up first, Vonick or Davis? Davis has the edge right now for sure. I was going to say Davis man. has. Yep, Davis does have the edge because he is on the forty man. I think you see Stefanik first, though. I know that's going to be a weird answer, but I, I think Stefanik has is going to get it because he lasted a little bit longer in spring training, and I think that uh, Joe Madden really liked him. I think Joe was like, "Man, I, I want this guy here." Davis and was I, dealing with uh, with an injury, but yes. But still, still. I, Joe Madden got a look at him, and he got more of a look at Stefanik than he did uh, Brennan Davis. And Davis, you know, didn't really get his chance. But Stefanik is raking. He hit pretty good in spring training. He hit really. He's hitting really good in AAA. I could see Joe being like, "Hey, where the heck is that Stefanik guy? We can't hit right now. Go get him. That guy hits. He doesn't have a position, but he hits." I I have no say. In, in what happens in the Angels organization, my goal is to get Mikey Stefanik brought up this year. <laughs> like that, that it'll be a nightly thing. I'm, I'm going to be tweeting about Mikey Stefanik. So um, yeah, when he comes down to it, uh, I, I'm back to my question of, of Stefanik or, or Davis. It's tough for me because I think Davis has a, has that edge of being on the 40 man, but I think regardless, we'll, we'll end up seeing what happens. So let's keep going down this roster here. Uh, Matt Thice has just been catching. He DH a couple times. So he's just been catching, which is an interesting sign um, to see what you know happens next year, especially with uh, the Angels definitely needing another catcher. I, I don't think they go out there and get somebody though. Anthony Molarine is is down in Double A, so another interesting arm, an interesting piece there that they have. Orlando Martinez went two for three yesterday, which was which was big for him, keeping getting him off the slumper. Um, David McKinnon's an interesting bat to keep an eye on uh, down there in Triple A once he gets going. Uh, very Perry Manassian type player. Flat swing isn't going to hit for a lot of power, but uh, but good guy in the clubhouse to have. Uh, hit makes makes contact. I think he was one of the better hitters in the Angels organization last year. I think he basically, I think he was right behind Stefanik in hits, um, though he only batted like 280 or something like that. But still, somebody to keep an eye on as a possible platoon option at first base. Though I don't know because he's not as versatile as everybody else. Um, 
So there's that. And then getting down to the pitchers, Ty Butcher is added to their to the Salt Lake's roster. So that's a big piece, actually, if he can get going. And um and the Angels bullpen doesn't look bad minus minus one guy right now. I know we're early in the off I know we're early in the season and he has a pretty good track record. But there's that one guy. He's got a he's got a decent Don't track say he's record. got a good track record. He's got a decent track record. I'm okay, right. We don't uh, got to say names, but I'll I'll take decent, but I will not take good. And there's a difference. I'll take decent track record over not playing in the last two years, basically. I, mean, I don't know. The that's tough. The the decent track record or the possibility of having a guy who a, could a be power arm really really good. Yeah. He showed that he was really really good. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to see what he looks like in AAA. I'll say that Ty Butchery. So uh definitely a guy moving forward. I don't think we see him till at least June, I would assume. You got to give him some time down there to get acclimated, but I mean then again if he's coming out of the gate throwing 98 miles an hour again with a disgusting slider like there's almost you you almost have to you almost have to bring him in. Uh, and because the Angels need to shore up that bullpen for sure. Uh, you got Jansen Junk down in AAA, who's started mm-hmm. off uh, decently well, six strikeouts in, in eight innings. Zero walks. Zero walks is a big Very thing. Important. Very yeah, important. huge. That, that is, that's, that's a good point to, to hammer away as well. I, I, if there's one thing I can stress and that, that we'll talk about here in the upcoming weeks with these minor league reports is don't look at the ERA in AAA. That's always going to be inflated. The ball flies there. Um, it's early in the season, so it's still pretty cold. But once it once it heats up, the ball's going to start flying in in the Pacific Coast League. So, um, other than that, solo, I mean, solo bombs don't beat you there. No, no. But I mean, so if you hit if you hit nine solo bombs in a in a night, which could possibly happen, I, I mean, I might have seen it happen. I don't know. Uh, solo bombs don't beat you. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, the Angels the Angels down there do look do look good. I mean, the, the guy who has the most walks. I mean, when you're looking at walks. Uh, the guy who has most walks is five. Everybody else has two or three walks uh, to start the season off, and and I'm I'm not and too worried about five that. Five has made two starts. Yeah, so, yeah. That, so that does play a little bit into it. He's got a couple more innings. It's not like he has five in an inning and a third. Like you look at an Inland Empire guy, he's got nine and two or three innings. So yeah, and that's friend of the show Ryan Ryan Smith as well. Yes. If you haven't checked out that interview, fantastic interview with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a I think. I think this is just going to be a, a lot of fun to do on a weekly basis is just kind of go through, see, um, see what we see, talk about injuries, talk about guys that we see heating up guys that we've noticed, you know, keep an eye on it and such like that. So Nate, you got any final thoughts before we let everybody go from this minor league update? No, this is really fun. I, I can't wait to see where some of these guys go, especially some of the friends that we've had on, you know, it's going to be interesting to kind of follow them throughout the year and kind of get to talk about them some more and, Maybe we get them on uh, one more time to kind of talk about how their season went. Absolutely, and I hope that some of these guys. I mean, I, it's kind of funny when you look at the uh, you look at the the roster there in AAA. I mean, we had Zach Wise talk with us, Ryan Smith, Kenny Rosenberg. Uh, was that it? Yeah, I guess it was it. Three guys who could possibly make Connor Higgins down in AA, um, who came on and talked with us as well. But uh, but yeah, who? Yeah, Ryan's down in down in high A as as Raul Ryan cost you, but um, but yeah, dude. I mean, this is this is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm I'm super excited to talk minor league baseball once a week, minor league angels, should we say once a week? And and guys, again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, let us know. We don't have to do this every time, but I feel like you guys want to know about the about the minor leagues, and then we can give it to you here. So, guys, again, thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast here at Talking Halos. Again, if you could subscribe wherever you're listening, hit that 
bell, I think is what they say. Um, I didn't mention it. Dang it. Uh, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire. <laughs> I got to mention it. I gotta we got it, it in. We got it in. We did get it in. That's fair. I forgot to mention in the beginning. But uh, Blue Wire, if you if you don't, if you're looking to start a podcast, go check out Blue Wire. They do fantastic things. They help us here at Talking Halos, making us, again, the best Angels podcast out there. Um, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. And, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.